Hello and welcome to another bite-sized episode of the SportsGrad podcast, proudly supported by Deakin University. Each Thursday, we give you the tactics you can use to land a dream job in sport. This includes things like networking, interviewing and career direction, but all focused on the sports industry. I'm Ryan Walker and I'm joined by Ruben Williams. G'day, Ryan. Now, for more regular content, follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram. Just search SportsGrad. Plus, a big hello to all our beloved SportsGrad community members who are hanging out with us on Discord. If you want to connect with like-minded people and find a job that you love in the sports industry, you can join over 350 people who have landed more than 220 jobs in the sports industry. To get involved with that, all you have to do is head to www.sportsgrad.com.au forward slash community to join. Awesome, Rubes. Now, today we are talking about eight steps to set up your LinkedIn profile like a pro. Very excited for this episode. Yes, Ryan. Well, LinkedIn is a thing that everyone needs to get on top of for a number of reasons. Number one, if you want to present like a credible candidate, you've got to have a profile that looks like something slightly respectable because people are going to stalk you. Even if it's not recruiters looking for a job, if people just want to reach out to you, the first thing they're going to do is look at your profile. So, you've got to be up to scratch. Uh, and secondly, LinkedIn, if you're active on there and you've got a profile on there, it just allows you to scale your personal brand to thousands and thousands of people. So the impact you can have is, is monumental. And then beyond that, it helps you meet like-minded people. Also, if you're looking for a mentor, LinkedIn is another great place to do it. So you've got to have a profile that presents well so that people want to mentor you. And then on top of that, it just opens doors to opportunities that you never knew existed because 80% of the, of the jobs in the sports industry live within the hidden job market. So if you're not on LinkedIn, you're seriously missing out. Love that, Ruse. We've spoken about LinkedIn for many hours, I would say, in our career so far. So can't agree more with those four. LinkedIn is a seriously impressive tool for you to use in your career. Mm, That's it. Now, for those who aren't set up or those who have got a profile but it's not yet up to scratch, these are eight steps that you can use quite simply and easily to get your profile going. So I'll kick it off with number one, and that is use a clear profile and cover photo. Now, Ryan, when I started out, my first profile photo on LinkedIn was that was a photo of me holding a microphone speaking at my cousin's 21st birthday party. And I thought I was very important because I had a microphone in my hand, but it just yeah. looked terrible. And one of my bosses had the uh, the nerve to tell me that, Ruben, you need to update this. This is, this is shocking. <laughs> so if you have the same problem, just literally dress up in a suit, go stand against a a blank white wall or put on something nice, whatever you want to do and get out portrait mode on your iPhone or get a nice camera, find someone who's got a camera and just take a clean headshot against a blank wall. That's all it needs to be. That's much better than whatever party wedding photo you've got in place of that. Secondly, your cover photo, use a professional image and you can easily find these on the internet. Just go grab something that represents you. If you're in sport, and you want to represent your love for sport, that's totally fine. Just don't make it something that you've taken on your phone at a game because it's going to be blurry. It's going to be out of focus. You probably haven't framed it right. So go find something professional to sit in that top cover photo area. Love it. I remember my first profile photo was was taken in a hostel room. I was wearing like shorts. I chucked a white t-shirt on and a tie and I got my mate to take a photo (laughs) of me. So it's the classic method for those just starting out. That's all it needs to be. Uh, Number two to set up your LinkedIn profile is write your headline in a way that tells people exactly what you do immediately. 
Now, this be this might be a number of different things. For example, you might be studying and you might be interested in events. You might be interested in marketing. You might be interested in sports science. So one of the ways you can do this to kind of convey you do a number of different things is by using this like line separator thing. I don't do you, know. What, what do you call it? I don't even know, but it's on the <laughs> keyboard. It's literally like a long I. And it's just an up and down line that breaks up different words. Top right corner of your keyboard for those looking yeah, at it. <laughs> underneath the delete symbol on, on, yeah. on your iMac if you're playing along. <laughs> um, so, for example, you might literally just have master's students, line, sport management, line, events, line, yeah. marketing, just so that when people look at you, they know, okay, this is a sports management master's student who's interested in events and marketing. I can now approach this person about those different things. So you want to get across what you're about quickly and easily. What you don't want to do is just say, I'm currently studying. Yeah. Because you are much more attractive to other people to want to meet and engage with if you've got these different interests. Yeah. And we don't know what those interests are if you just say, I'm studying. Mm. So there's one to avoid. Thing the other one with that is if you're studying, say you're studying sports management, marketing as well, uh, and you're working at a bar – don't put that you're working in a bar yeah. because you want to work in sport one day. Like it's, yeah. you can have that in your experience when you're first starting out. It's totally fine, but don't have it in your headline. Yeah, absolutely. Point number three is write your about section to flesh out what you do and what you're aiming to do in the future. So this might start with a bit of your background, where you've come from, what degree you've studied. Um, for example, if you've come from another country, you might say, I've gone from India to Melbourne to study sport management at Deakin University. There's a bit about your background. Yeah. Um, if you're a local student, write it in a way that's appropriate to you. You might also want to say why you've gone into the degree. For example, uh, from a young age, um, I found my best friends through playing soccer and now I want to be able to give back to the industry so more people can find connections. Whatever it yeah. is to you, that's the place to put it in. So once you've got your background, then you want to say your future aspirations. So based on where I've come from in the future, I want to be able to help uh, grow participation for soccer right around Australia or right around the world. So now people know, all right, this this person's got a, mm. an ambition. This person's got a goal. Now I know what they're aiming towards. And if I can help yeah. that person with that goal, I'll, I'll get involved. Then once you've done that, then you want to list out or then you want to talk about your experiences so in, on the way to getting this goal, I've taken on um, a secretary position at my grassroots soccer club, for example. Yeah. Whatever other experiences, this is, what you want, this is your time to back up what you're doing in pursuit of that goal. Then you want to top it off with what skills you've built on top of that. So from being the secretary at my local soccer club, I've been able to um, develop strong time management skills and organization skills to keep the 11 committee members organized. And then from there, you just want to round it out to kind of um, tie a nice little bow on what you've just written yeah. about yourself. And then one really good thing to do is include a call to action. So for example, uh, if you are looking for um, people who are passionate about soccer and uh, skilled in running events, then please reach out. I'd love to have a chat. Or if you want to talk about growing participation in soccer, I'd also love to chat too. Nice. Is, am I right in saying you could almost include some of the story in what your cover letter is saying in that bio? Yeah. that's all about your story. 
Exactly right. A hack if you've already written your, your cover letter intro. That's it. Absolutely. That's a great one. Yeah. If you don't want to spend too much time writing new things, take it from your cover letter. Yeah. Number four is highlight your top posts, your best posts in the featured media section. Now, if you're not using featured, if you're not using featured media, it's probably the lowest hanging fruit on LinkedIn to make your profile look like an advanced LinkedIn profile. You might have seen some people that underneath their headline area, they've then got a couple of posts that detail some things they've been up to. If you haven't written any posts, this is a good time to write some posts. And at the end of this, we'll, we'll give you some uh, tips on how you can go about doing that. Um, but you want to highlight your featured media uh, underneath your profile. It's super easy to do. And it brings attention to posts that yeah. you want people to keep referring back to time and time again, because otherwise they just get lost in the feed. For example, I wrote an article about the sports grad story and how we uh, started out as a podcast and now operate more as a startup. That's pinned to the top of my profile so people can learn about sports grad and where we've come from yeah. when they first arrive in my profile. The amount of times that I've clicked on someone's profile and literally just scrolled to their featured media, seen like two or three great posts and clicked on them mm. and then had a better understanding about what they're about and what they do. Mm. I'd, I'd be a rich man if I got a dollar for every time <laughs> I've done it. So can't recommend it enough. It is the easiest thing to do if you've got posts there waiting. I remember mm. you showed me that a couple of years back and I was like, wow, it's awesome. Just makes your profile look that much more professional. Yeah, and people actually want to read it. Like yeah. if I scroll down your profile right and I see Cricket Australia, I don't really want to read the details and the experience. But if you had a post at the top to say, yeah. I've just left Cricket Australia after four years, I love these four things, uh, that would be a thing that I'd yeah. be interested in reading back even if it's six months beyond when it happened. Totally. It's also um, like a talking point. Mm. So like say you're reaching out to someone to catch up with them and get to know what they do. Looking at their posts, you can kind of see a bit mm. about their story. So it's a, it's a thing to talk about. You can bring it up when you chat to them. Yeah, and if you want to be really clever and you haven't got enough space in your about section to include all the details, you might say, mm. refer to my first post in my feature media to read more about me. Yeah, love that one. Number five, update your experience with correct company logos. So when you're going through and adding all your different work experiences, your volunteer placements, all that sort of thing, make sure you tag the organization in it so that their company logo comes up because when people read through it, you want to be able to see a nice set of logos alongside your experience. Yep. If you haven't done this properly, it's going to present as a gray blank box and that doesn't look good. Mm. Yep. Yeah, I hate saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number six is add an organization blurb to your experience. So when you write down one of your experience, your one of your work experiences, you want to assume that nobody has ever heard of the organisation before, even if they are someone massive like the Australian Football League, because you never know who might be coming across your profile from any part of the world. They might have no idea what the Australian Football League is. So, for example, if you have worked as, as an event manager at the Australian Football League, the first couple of lines in your experience section should say something like. The Australian Football League is the number one sport in Australia um, that has 18 teams competing in it right around the country. Yeah. As part of my role, I was responsible for, then you go dot, 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 yeah. dot. But it just sets a framework and a context for people who have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. And it like it, it's also good, you know, for the small ones. You, you might have tiny little bits of experience around the place. Mm. People might not have heard of it before. Yeah. Just to provide context. That's all it is. Exactly right. Exactly. Uh, number seven 
is link media to your experience. So this is sim- similar to featured media. Yeah. You can add linked media to each of your experiences. So if you just want to have a particular post that you've put up on LinkedIn attached to your profile, but you don't want to put it in the featured area, you can put it underneath one of your experiences. So for example, um, in my experience where I've got uh, Cricket Australia listed in my time as a digital commercial specialist uh, role, I've got a link to one of the campaigns that I helped bring to life during the Women's World Cup so that people can see exactly what I was working on during my time at Cricket Australia. So that's another way that you can include posts you've put up in the past and let them live on your profile forever so people can get a real-time look at what you're doing in those jobs. Yeah, love that. It's an easy one. Mm. I've even added uh, one of my experiences is at Dollar Shave Club. Mm. I added in like obviously I didn't have input into this but I've put like their main ad campaign in because it was so prevalent (laughs) and a lot of people saw it. Again, if someone hasn't heard of Dollar Shave Club, they might look at that ad and be like, oh, yeah, I know that. So mm. it's just little bits of that. Mm. Things you've worked on, great idea. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is another good reason to start creating more content because um, you want to be able to show proper examples of what you're doing. So, for yeah. example, when I was in university and I was on the committee of my local football club and we were running a um, – a social media campaign to encourage people to take photos in their club kit mm. in places all around the world. Um, I could easily say that, but I put out a post on LinkedIn yeah. to say, hey, for the last few months, I've been working on this campaign called hashtag Saints Abroad. Yeah. And um, and now I can link that portfolio. It's always it's part of your portfolio. Yeah. I can link that to my profile to say, hey, even when I was in university, and I was doing this, you know, little grassroots volunteer role. This is exactly what I got up to. Yeah. No, I love that. Number eight is collect recommendations. Now, you don't need LinkedIn recommendations until you do. Yeah. <laughs> so right now you might be sitting pretty, things might be pretty comfortable for you. You're not looking for a job. You're not looking for another opportunity. But then one day a pandemic might come along and make you redundant. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened to me. <laughs> And one thing that became very important to me at that point in time was having recommendations yeah. on my profile when it when I absolutely needed it. Yeah. Another point in time in the future might be when you graduate from university or you might be planning to take a career break in the future or swap jobs at some point in time. Mm. You want to have your LinkedIn profile backed up with recommendations from other people who you've worked with yeah. in the past. So the way to do this is to collect them right now. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect time to ask one is right now. <laughs> um, because if you if you try and collect them all at the last minute, it just screams at your job hunting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you don't want that. I know it's a bit of an awkward conversation, but it's really important that you collect them in the moment after you've done, you know, a body of, of good work. And an easy way to to mm. ask is just to say to your manager or someone who you're working with, hey. Um, I'd love to get your thoughts on how we've worked to go get work together over the last few months on my LinkedIn profile. Are you happy for me to write a recommendation that you can review that I can post? So the thing with that is you want to make it as easy as possible yeah. for them to do it. So literally write it out for them, get them to review it. If they want to change a few words, fine. But then all they have to do is approve it and then they can give you that recommendation and you've got that on your profile forever. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good one to do with like colleagues. Yeah. So people you've built a bit of a relationship with 
um, you know, it doesn't always have to be your manager, but it's almost like it gives an insight as to what it's like to work with Ruben mm. instead of like, you know, he, like he worked under me, mm. whatever. Good to understand what it's like to work with you. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, ask for recommendations from people all around you. Yeah, not just like a manager. Mm. So there are the eight steps to set up your LinkedIn profile like a pro. If you do every single one of those eight steps, I guarantee you, you will be in the top 95% of uh sorry top five percent really yeah. <laughs> you'll be better than 95 <laughs> percent yeah. of uh linkedin profiles out there because so many people are just doing it really really averagely yeah. so it doesn't take much to be good on linkedin so go through implement those eight steps and you'll be absolutely flying um and the other thing is you're just going to have opportunities bombard you like i know for you and i like we have too many opportunities coming our way like our inbox is full of stuff mm. just because of the impact of of linkedin and the way that we've been able to continue to build our profile and access those opportunities that don't get advertised, no one tells you about, mm. um, is through continuously creating content. Um, and over the last couple of years, I've been posting content consistently and have learned a couple of different hacks and have found out what are some of the best posts that work on LinkedIn. I had a bit of time off last week and did a deep dive into my data <laughs> and found that one particular type of post was outperforming the others by a long, long way. It was accounting for 45% of my total profile views. Mm. And so I'm going to be sharing this with the sports grad community next week. That's Wednesday, August 3rd. Um, if you're listening to this after this date, don't worry. We record everything. You can come back and watch all our bank of resources yep. inside the sports grad community. Um, but if you're, if you're around next Wednesday on the 3rd of August at 7 p.m. Australian time, uh, don't miss this webinar on how to create high-performing LinkedIn content. During the session, what we're going to go through is what type of content is an absolute winner that grows your profile really, really quickly, uh, the type of content that you should absolutely avoid at all costs, uh, and then we're going to make it easy for you. I'm going to give you seven unique ideas of the best type of content that you can use quickly and easily. Uh, and to make it even easier, we've got some caption templates that you can use to write your posts in a way that attract more viewers. So if you want to take your profile to the next level mm. and start creating content, this webinar is absolutely for you. So get involved in the sports grad community next Wednesday, 3rd of August. Um, it should be a ripping session. It's a genuine no-brainer to come along to that one. It's, it's essentially the cheat codes mm. <laughs> to, <That's it. laughs> to have an elite LinkedIn profile and and post so get along to that join the community and that is all there for you Alrighty, well connect with us on linkedin plus be sure to jump into the sports great community where you can find us in there and you can find outstanding presentations and masterclasses and job fairs and speed networking sessions <laughs> like ruben's just mentioned so head to our website sportsgrad.com.au slash community to join or head to the link in our show notes also, if you love the show, we'd love for you to rate the show five stars wherever you listen to your podcast. Subscribe on Apple or follow on Spotify. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. <laughs>